All right. All right, we're back. Welcome back. Episode three. Episode three. Yeah. Um. So how, how did I miss the first two? <laughs> you were sleeping. Oh. Okay. You were sleeping. You weren't invited. No. Uh. Yeah. So. So who's here? Uh, we have with us today uh, the Grand Master Daddy mm. of our church. The, um, the head honcho. The head honcho, if you will. Yeah. The big kahuna. <laughs> yes, I like that one. Um, uh, Clarence Crane, Pastor Crane. Brother um, Crane. Brother Paber. Um, mm. All those things. My favorite one. Yeah. Uh, he's with us today. We're going to talk a little bit more about signs and wonders. We wanted part to kind of... deuce. Part deuce. Um, and kind of just get his take on like kind of what happened and even maybe talk about kind of where we see the future of the church going yeah. and, and that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, we're just going to have like an open kind of freeform conversation about sort of just what his thoughts are on everything because we've already kind of definitely shared some of our thoughts. Yeah, probably too much. Yeah, definitely yeah. too much. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so um, well, anyways, I, yeah, go ahead. I, for me... The conference was just a, a huge success on, you know, a lot of levels because um, it had all the different parts working. So, for example, we started really months in advance. I think, Tyler, you and I started talking about uh, the Signs and Wonders conference way before we went to Mexico oh, yeah. uh, on the trip. And then... Really, like, uh, right after the last conference. Yeah, we were already talking about it. We had a debrief meeting, but even after that... It didn't really completely go to rest. We you sure, and I yeah, yeah. continued to talk about it. it. Set the dates and and so we really started getting in earnest with it mid year, right after I guess right after um, the the mission trip, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it was just really cool to see how everybody chipped in. All the different teams started coming together. We we uh, last year we learned <laughs> a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, and. Uh, so we wanted to add some components for this year. So, for example, one of the components we wanted to add, instead of just providing child care, we wanted to actually have uh, a conference um, for the kids. Right. And uh, so that was part of our, our goal, too. That was awesome. Yeah. For me, it was. Yeah. And, and, and so we had a whole team that was over that. And then we did have a team that was over the, the younger kids. And then promo team, the food team, the hospitality team, the administrative team, yeah. the promo team, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And everybody started working yeah. uh, in that September time frame. And really, for me, even though it wasn't maybe super spiritual on that side of it, it was uh, really cool to see how that started promoting uh, promoting um, interest and Exciting, anticipation yeah. for, for yeah. the I That's something that like blew me away. Cause I like so like this is our second year you know doing the conference or whatever. Last year, brand new for us, mm-hmm. never have really done this before, and maybe we can talk about that in this episode of like why we're even doing this, yeah. and how we even mm-hmm. got to do a conference. Cause this we've never this is something very foreign to us. Still, you know, we've never done something like this before. Um, but anyways, within the second year, cause like last year it was you and I and Roger doing the vast majority mm-hmm. of the work. Even you making kids packets for like them to sit in service, like yeah. we did everything, um, and, was, and not because not because nobody would help us because we didn't have I didn't have enough sense to ask anybody. Well, and, and I also I think like we we started way later. Yeah, we sure. started like in like November or something like that mm-hmm. of like that one year, right? But anyways, uh, getting at that like what I was saying was um, it was amazing to me like the the size of the team that we had. Yeah, like pulling things together this year and like. Um, 
And that was just great. Like, I, that was a really awesome thing to see because the, the, the stereotype with, with small churches or any church really is, you know, 10% of people are doing mm-hmm. 100% of the work. And that was just not the case. Right. And that was really awesome to see people mobilized and build excitement. Yeah. Yeah. We, we had a lot of people engaged uh, across. And, and it was obviously like the, the old saying is about, about many hands, you mm-hmm. know, it, it, it made it so that there wasn't just one group of people, right. two or three people, or it, somewhat, like you said last year, there was just a few of us that had really yeah. gone in into the planning phase of it. Yeah. And, and that wasn't good. It, it, no, it, it no, really no. limited the, the conference in some ways. We were exhausted. Exactly. Too, yeah. And so I think that that helped, helped, uh, just propel the conference this year into something greater because um, there were so many people for sure. personally invested. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. You know. I know. I walked in one Wednesday night when there was a meeting going on for Signs and Wonders. And when not, I first walked welcome. in, when I first walked in, like I see a lot of leaders in the church and then some other people. And I'm just like, am I supposed to be in this meeting? Like, cause that, I mean, I'm used to. <laughs> no, no, she was not. Let the record show. No, I'm just saying like. Purposely. When, yeah. With going to like that ten percent, do the yeah. mm-hmm. do everything. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for years, it's only been the ten percent, and right. I've always been a part of that ten percent. Thank yeah. you, Jesus. But at the same time, this time it was like I got to just come and enjoy the yeah. conference. Yeah. I mean, I was on a volunteer basis, but right. I was great. just like, wow! Like all the people who yeah. volunteered was pretty yeah. amazing. That's a great point because like you did you serve on pretty much just the prayer team? That's kind of all you yeah, did. Yeah, that's all I did. What so like for me and pastor, it's. I think it's really difficult for us to like maybe even and I was thinking about this post conference like to to see how the conference is going outside of our scope of the of viewpoint mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for someone like you who is just getting to like you said walk in and experience right. it like honestly like what was it like like what what, what was your experience because like we're, we're back there taking care of live stream problems right. doing all this sort of stuff we're not right. able to do that but what was your experience well I think first of all it started with the parking lot like they were already ready to welcome everybody in. Yeah. So that was cool. I mean, they were there. They were like, welcome, let's go. Even mm-hmm. though, like, I go to this church. Right. They were still, like, ready to do their They're job. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then when walking in, like, the atmosphere was just, hey, we're about to get into something exciting. Like, yeah. everything. You can feel like, the expectation. Yes. And yeah. then even just, like, the posters and stuff ready mm-hmm. to to hit you. Like, right. you're walking in cool. the door. It was mm-hmm. really cool. You know, you can talk and about. And then I just got to enjoy it. Talk about the parking lot team. Um, and I thought about an, another little incident in the same thing with us doing all the plan last year. I knew every part because I was right. to some degree directing right. it during the conference. Yeah. This year, as we were going into it, I realized like the last day, I was like, I don't even know if we have conference. I don't even have to work <laughs> in the parking lot team because I'd invested in somebody else yeah. to take yeah. care of that. And so, to be honest, I, I arrived really before the parking lot team would start working. So mm-hmm. I never really actually saw them working. Right. But I knew they were because of reports yeah. like that. They, and then they were working, and they also had little flashlight things for yeah, at yeah. nighttime. Like, like, like the traffic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like an air yeah. controller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the perk in them getting yeah. to, play, to play with them. <laughs> they got to play with them. Uh, uh, one way I saw it working is one of the things that we had talked about is with us putting that much people pressure on the building that we needed to make sure that the restrooms were cleaned after mm-hmm. every session. Yeah. And so one night after one of the short sessions, uh, I walked in, yeah. <laughs> quote unquote, <laughs> I walked in the restroom and uh, Tom and Pam Knudsen mm-hmm. uh, were in there yep. cleaning up the restrooms. And they're changing awesome. toilet yeah, paper. Exactly. Yeah. And, and 
that was just one of those pieces. One of the team leaders had made sure that we had right. somebody doing that, and they had volunteered to take that off of the uh, janitorial uh, folks. And and so yeah. it just, it just, I mean, all of the things like yeah. that. And for me, although you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about the spiritual aspect of it, but uh, that part of it for me was was such a dynamic uh, part of it because that way everybody had a part in yes. it. Everybody but it's, had a, but it's integral. And it frees, yeah. it frees yeah. you to do what you need to right. do too. It's important. And Tyler to do, and worship team, like it just freed mm-hmm. everybody to be yeah. the yeah. body. We were talking about this in the last episode of like, you know, it's, and it kind of goes back to what Gio was saying in his session. It's awesome to like roll on the floor and to have mm-hmm. an experience like that with the Lord. But, like, if it's not producing something in you... Practical. Yeah. yeah, and, like, yeah, like, if you're not becoming more like him in just any sort of way, and one of those ways is servanthood. Mm-hmm. So, like, for instance, make it real life. If you have a person who they want to just sit in the glory all the time, or they want to just get... They're the first person in line to get slain in the spirit, but then they see trash on the ground, they don't pick it up. Right. They see dirty toilets, and they don't take the initiative, because... Bear no bones about it. Holy Spirit is telling them to do that. Yeah. Because right, he exactly. wants you to serve. Yeah. And what's happening is you are willing to go to Holy Spirit in front of the church when everybody can look at you. But when you want to serve in the shadow, you're not willing to do that. Right. right. That's and that was encouraging is what you're saying is that our church is like, we want this and that. Yeah. yeah. And that's H2L. what makes it. It makes it H- genuine. Yeah. H2L. It's my new sermon series. Yeah. H2L? Yeah. <laughs> I've heard Where'd that sermon Where did before. you get that? Uh, I stole it. Yeah. Um, well, and for me, that's the, the, the thing I think about is God doesn't do things, if, well, just a single purpose in my, in mind. In fact, really, that that overwhelming presence of God that we feel in, yeah. in one of those powerful services like that, to me, in some ways, is almost the byproduct of what, what he's really trying right. to do. Mm-hmm. And and what he's really trying to do is mobilize his church. Yeah, sure. You know, and 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 if all we do is live in the byproduct, I really feel like that um, that there's times where God just says, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna touch them a different way because this isn't working, right? You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. because that's what he wants to see happen. And, and and perhaps you know, in a more philosophical point of view, maybe that's some of the reasons in times past the big revivals have ceased. Is is because the people just kind of got caught up in the yeah. in the glory of the revival and missed the purpose of the church. Wow. In it. Yeah, and um, it, so, you see that in in Acts two, the fire falls, one of the most intense Holy Spirit manifestations of in the entire world. And what happens is three thousand converts get saved because yeah. mm-hmm. they get up and they they spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. And I think you're exactly right. Like we love to sit in the in the sit in the presence. But sometimes to like walk out and like actually live it out is tough. Likewise, people who are trying to live it out and walk it out outside of abiding in Him and resting in His presence, you're gonna get burnt out. Yeah. Right. And you need yeah. both. Yeah. And, and Geo touched on that. Yeah. We talked about that that episode, the second episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been in a, uh, this kind of uh, culture to some degree. The the uh, where the gifts and the charismatic gifts are weird. Are yeah, the weird, the weird stuff. Yeah. All my life, and so I've literally heard hundreds of sermons preached on the first part of Acts, Acts two. Sure, the Holy Spirit falling, wind, oh, yeah, yeah. fire. Mm-hmm. They're all speaking in tongues. We need it. We and, need and, it, brother. Yeah, and we and obviously we do. Yeah, yeah. But I probably could count on two hands the number of sermons that right. I heard on the last part of chapter right. two of Acts, where it says. They went from house to house. Right. They fed each other. You know, they yeah. fed. They broke bread. They fellowship. They continued the, pro, um, the apostles' doctrine. Yeah. And, and, and for me, 
that that's what all that big stuff is about is is when those people were birthed there in the book of Acts, it gave them, I need to know more about Jesus. Yes. Right. I want yeah. to know Jesus now. Yeah. And so it gave that. In other words, they didn't have to put up signs and beg people to come to their Bible study on Tuesday night. Right. People just went there because mm-hmm. they were in love, love with Jesus. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, come on. So so what were some highlights spiritually for oh you? Oh, my goodness. It, it, so many so many to, to mention. I'm just trying to name a few of them. One of them is... And, if Mark Turner happens to hear this, uh, I hope he likes this. Hi, Mark. Uh, we know you're listening. Yeah, I hope you are. Uh, <laughs> Mark know. was a little bit of an unknown as far as a minister. I had worked with him a little bit when we went to Kenya a couple of years ago. Actually, that's where, where Merritt and I met him. But as far as actually ministering with him, uh, for example, the day we went to minister, I can't remember where we went to minister, but he, him and another guy went to a prison so I really didn't hear him minister, uh-huh. and and um, uh, I just talked to him a few times. I knew the testimony that he shared about the um, uh, about the imam that got saved. Yeah. Powerful testimony, and 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 just for anybody from the church that was listening to that, I was there when the imam handed him his wow. whatever that. The, and I apologize for not knowing the name of turban. it, the turban that he had, mm-hmm. uh, and gave it to him. It was such an yeah. emotional moment. Every one of us were just crying. That's awesome. and, and, and powerful, and, and we had to do it late at night because, uh, in all sincerity, his life became endangered. Wow. Is that Crazy. the one that got baptized? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Okay. And and so I was there the night that he gave him uh, that that headpiece, and, awesome and it was just powerful, powerful. But having said that, I didn't know Mark, and I didn't know a whole lot about him. I just, uh, when the speaker that we had, chosen wasn't able to come wasn't able to make it into the united states um we um started praying about it and and mark came in my mind and and really uh you know it's you know how people always talk about they having these arguments with god i didn't have an argument with god <laughs> but I, I just kind of thought well I, I don't really know him you know but his name just kept coming back to me kept mm-hmm. coming back to me and so uh i i I contacted an, another friend of mine that knew him really well and said, look, you've been here before. You know our church culture. Do you think uh, Mark will fit in good here? And uh, he said, yeah. And, of course, even then I thought, well, yeah, he's a friend of his. He's going to tell me <laughs> yeah. that no matter <laughs> what. You know, do yeah. not. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So, anyway, uh, a little bit of an unknown. But for me, I, I told Merritt, I think after the first night, he was in a sense that that perfect fit because he was really that preacher preacher, yeah. which which a lot of the people at our church really um, embrace. Right. But then at the same time, he had the term that Tyler and I've been using a lot has that weirdness, yes. you know, the, oh, yeah. the the spiritual stuff that yeah. people make fun of us about. Right. Um, he he had that a real connection to that. So for me, it was like the the whole package. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, so it, it, it fit it fit really well. So that was a highlight for me. Um, just seeing the response to all the services. You know, usually yeah. churches, especially our size, um, begin uh, uh, meetings that are uh, several days in, in advance or several days in length. Um, they will begin them on Sunday morning because it gives you the opportunity to showcase the speaker with mm-hmm. the most amount of people. Start being. Uh, yeah, exactly. And, and so... With with all the legwork that everybody had done, we had a great yeah. group on Friday night. Friday night was good. It yeah. was powerful. Yeah. And then su- Saturday morning, it was you great. know, yeah. we we had man, 
we we had a, a, a house full mm-hmm. of people on Sunday morning. And actually, turn, on Saturday morning, I turned to Merritt and I said, I remember days when we didn't have this many people on Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And here we are in the conference. Wow. Uh, Saturday so, morning. I think we're yeah. hot. Because, like, Pastor joked a second ago about the service being short. They weren't sure. They yeah. were not sure. And, and Pastor Mike, or uh, Pastor Mark, sorry, or my pastor. Evangelist. Evangelist. Sorry. Evangelist, evangelist Mark call, Turner. Called Evangelist. Evangelist. Evangelist uh, Turner. I think he's from Africa because he preaches like an African preacher. He goes long. <laughs> he preached the horns off a building. Well, there you go. My favorite is that he preached after worship. Or had an altar call after worship. Yeah. yeah. Preached and then had another altar yeah. call. Yeah. You remind, you remind me. You, you said you was in a meeting not too long ago, Tyler, and he said like you thought it was over. You're starting to gather all the people to go. Oh yeah, it was a Benny Hinn. Yeah. And, yeah. He's like, and, and he'd been going like like an hour or so. Yeah. He went. He went like so. Like yeah. It, uh, service started at eight or whatever. Um, no, no. He started to speak at eight, and because service started at seven, he started to speak at eight, and he went until like nine. Mm-hmm. Gave an altar call, nine twenty kind of rolls around, and I'm like, wow. Like I, I was like, I always heard Benny Hinn was kind of long winded, or whatever. And he's like, okay, you know, thank you, whatever. And he's like, we started to kind of go back to our seats. I'm going to get my stuff, and all of a sudden he's like, now what I want to talk about tonight? <laughs> and I was like, wait, that was just that like was a just... that was a devotion, yes. and then an altar call, and then we didn't get out until like what like one thirty or something. Like that? that was the pre-service. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get out until like hours. But you later. know, uh, Merritt and I wow. have laughed about it a little bit, not so much, a lot in our church, but this weekend was a good example. We kind of grew up in that. Right. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. we grew up, and I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying this about our service, but I've been in church services like it was, it was three hours long and it was about two and a half hours too long. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, but five hours long. Yeah, yeah exactly. So we, but we were kind of, we're kind of used to that. And some people, some people aren't, you know. No, yeah. And, uh, Cause we don't do that. Like, right. you've even, like, you, you, not only long winded, but like, Close, but even in the past like couple months, I think you were saying you're long winded. Well, that's what I heard. That's what I got. But for the last year, like you've actually been preaching pretty short on Sundays. It seems like, and I don't know if that's intentional or what it is, but like, because you know, it used to be like close to like forty five minutes, you Mm -hmm. know, or if not more, but seems like almost like twenty, twenty five, and and thirty or maybe or whatever. Like, and sometimes you go longer, obviously, but. But I think... Wait till this Sunday. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> come out with a vengeance. It's like rollover minutes. Yeah. Now you can put them yeah, on right. it. But I mean, that's the thing is like, we were talking about this, you know, Friday, uh, people walking in with like expectation and like the room like yes. buzzing. Yeah. yeah. It's like when people come with expectation and hunger, like they're okay to sit there. I think, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. sure. I was. Sure. I was okay. Like, and... It's not like you're oblivious to being a long service, right? But it's like, no, I, I'm good. I, yeah. I want to be yeah. here. And I, I think there's several things that go into that too. Is is that so? For example, you all that went to Jesus 2018, uh, that just whetted your appetite sure. for, for that kind of thing. And I think mm-hmm. there's other people there for whatever whatever way they got there. They were hungry, yeah. You know, yeah. so people are a little bit more willing to. To, to hang around for oh, that. Yeah. And so for me, that that was a highlight in this respect. So Friday night's really, really good. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, that's good. That's a good start, you know. And then Saturday morning, you know, the the uh, session that I led, I, I thought went really well. Yeah. And then Geo's session was so good. Yeah. And, awesome. and then God just moved in, in that session. Then we go out and do the uh, 
Treasure Hunt had some really good reports. Talk about stories. That. We got some good stories about that. Yeah, some, awesome. some or report. some really good rejection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Both. Yeah. And then so we come back Saturday night, and it's really, really good again. I mean, really good. And I I hate to admit this, but I was almost like, How can I give that up? Okay. Yeah. It's been really good. We've got to have a down service. <laughs> When's it not going to be as good? You know? Yeah. And I felt like really the, the whole conference was just good, Man, good, was good, awesome. good, good. It was awesome. And so people responded really well to that. The, 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 another highlight was just the testimonies that come out of it, like uh, Laura sharing about Ruger on the way home, yeah. Yeah. feeling God touch him. You know, but Zach and, Abel's. Yeah, Zach Abel's. We're talking about that. Like, yeah. His prayer on Sunday night Thank was you. probably one of the greatest prayers to I, open a In the moment, like I was telling Lenny, the reason, the reason I did that was I realized as I'm interviewing him, I'm like, oh, crap, I got to go like get my guitar on and I don't know what to do here. Right. And so I just, I look at him and was like, Zach, leave some prayer. Yeah. And he killed it. Yes, yeah. he did. And he I was really like, did. I just said, be led by the Holy Spirit. You just say yeah. whatever you feel the Holy Spirit tells you to say. It was awesome. It was perfect. So, so, so pure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Passionate. Yeah. And per, all that stuff. You yeah. Know, they had a great purpose in it and just great words. Yeah. You know, so oh, I yeah. told Tyler I was crying. Like yeah. I was yeah. his mother. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. I was just boohoo at the, yeah. in my seat. Yeah. It was just powerful. Right. And simple. And, and like you so said, simple. pure. Yeah. Simple and pure. Yeah. And just, this is what, what God did. Right. And right. now let's. And, and you talking about you're talking about living it out too. Um, I t- uh, Christina messaged me uh, early in the week, and and she said, you know, you just can't believe the change in Zach. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. He's just a wow. different person, you know. It's great. So, uh, and, and there were several other testimonies that that we that mm-hmm. we've gotten through the week. How God's touched people, ministered to people, uh, how they feel rejuvenated, empowered, healed, all, all those kinds of things, yeah. and and so it just. It, it was that. And then it, one thing, and we don't always talk a lot about this, uh, sort of in a more public way, but this church is always a great blessing oh, yeah. uh, to, to people when they come. Financially really blessed um, our our speaker. In fact, uh, I know how that kind of thing goes when you, <laughs> probably don't think about this, but if I ever go anywhere, you try to be discreet about it, but you don't know how much they gave you, right, you know? Right. Oh yeah. And, and so, um, it wasn't maybe 30 minutes after service. I get a text from him. He says, man, you guys are so generous. Yeah. I appreciate so much what you've done for me. And then there you go again. We had a team of people that had carried, um, a really nice basket of, uh, food, water, um, 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 frappuccinos, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff. Yeah. I had it in the room and they were blown away by yeah. that. So it was, that was a highlight. And one final highlight for me was the kids coming back yeah. in oh, yeah. and yeah. being a part of what was happening. The kids being prayed for, ministered to. Uh, obviously, I'm a, grand, a grandpa now, and I want my grandkids yeah. immersed yeah. Yes. in yeah. that. I yeah. want them in that. Yeah. And, and, and I want it for everybody else's kids, too. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I want them to walk away and say, you know, I really feel like that that some of those kids are obviously old enough that this will be a mark on their life. Oh, they'll yeah. remember. Yep. They may not be able to say it was Signs and Wonders 2019, mm-hmm. but they'll remember something happened to them. Oh, yeah. And, and they won't ever forget it. Me and Merritt were talking after the last night, and there were some people still laid out on the floor just being mm-hmm. ministered, to, ministered to by God. And um, we were talking, and the kids were just running around them 
yeah. you know, just like normal after church. And we were laughing because they think that's normal. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. that's a good thing right. for them to yeah, think exactly. that's normal. They weren't yeah. scared. They weren't over in the corner like, Mom, right. Dad, what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure they did ask questions, but they thought that that was normal. And right. that's, 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 that's awesome. That's incredible for, like, to, for a kid that you're growing up, like, in the presence yes. of the Lord. Yeah. yeah. You're actually, like... Growing up in the presence of the Lord, it's insane. Right. Yeah. Think about that. It's well, awesome. and, and for me, it's in commonplace isn't the right word for it, but it's it's like growing up in a home where love is a is a dominant um, yeah. feeling mm-hmm. in the home. You don't necessarily talk about it all the time, but you walk in the home and and you feel love. I remember yeah. when I was a kid growing up, um, I had and I was by no means a a, a good kid, Amen. but I had several <laughs> I had several friends. That I could never really figure out why they want to be at my house all the time. A lot of them had a lot more fun stuff to do, you know. Yeah, yeah. But they wanted to come. And and, and looking back, I know some of it was just that atmosphere that my oh, parents yeah. provided. It was unspoken right. all the time. And so that's what I see for something like this is is th- those those kids and all of us really are are being immersed in that yes. atmosphere where the presence of God is just there. Yeah. And and and, and you and you. Obviously, we don't want to get to the place that we just take it for granted, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we come expecting it. Yeah. You know? On that, I want to ask you something. On that kind of expectancy, kind of that, we, you know, Lene talked about like that Friday night just coming in. It was, it was every session, but mm. Friday night, and it seems like even last year was this way. Yeah, it's like palpable. Yeah. And yeah. we talked about like, you know, like Michael talks about um, uh, in the place that they were gathered shook. He's like yeah. talking about the air shaking and just it's literally mm-hmm. what it felt like to mm-hmm. me. Like it's just... Mm-hmm. Everybody's like vibrating. It's crazy. Do you think, do you, why, almost like why do you think in your mind that happens? Is it because of what we're bringing into the service as far as expectation? Just like coming in, like this is going to be awesome. Like we, we're fully rely on God. Do you think there's a divine outpouring, like a yeah. moment? Like what do you, what do you feel? You know, I, I really think it's all the above. Every, every time that I ever hear somebody talk about, if you go to a conference or something like that, and, and you hear someone talk about a church that's just exploded, and, I, and I'm not just talking about this got big numerical growth and uh-huh. they're kind of the glitzy thing on the street right now, but yeah, I'm yeah. talking about they've had real revival mm-hmm. and God yeah, has yeah. just really mm-hmm. moved into them. You know what? I, I don't think that there's ever like one specific thing that, that you can point to and right. say, that's what did it. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh you might could say, well, it was eighty percent prayer and twenty percent that, or you know, sure. something like that. But but the reality is, I really believe it was it's all of those things. It's, yeah. it's people coming. You know, we talked about it so long. We played the that video every Sunday for months leading yeah. up to it. You know, and we had somebody talking about it every Sunday. Sometimes I would talk about it when I got up to to speak. And, and, and so we're constantly talking about it. We got the teams. And one of the things when we had our team meetings, we said, talk about it to people. Tell them. Yeah. You know, we, and not only that, we said, we expect everybody to be here. You know, if you're yeah. going to serve on a team, if you're going to be a team leader, you got to be here. It's a value you, to us. Yeah, yeah you, you got to value it. And so I think it's that. And then and then there's no way you can discount just the grace of God. Oh, yeah. You know, in, in the end, you know, I, I, you weren't uh, there, Lene, but the last night, that our team met, oh. uh, the teams mm-hmm. met uh, before the conference. 
I had everybody, and it was kind of goofy, but I just said, hey, everybody, uh, uh, put your hands in your pocket. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, it's time for us to take our hands off of it. And it was just so powerful that that, that's what our heart was. We've worked hard for this. But this is yours, God. Yeah. You know? and, and so I think it's that. You yeah. know, just that, I think that, that, was that really. It was so evident. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's laying that sacrifice on the altar and saying it's no longer ours. Yeah. yeah. You know, and. I love that heart of our church and even just you as a pastor is like, we are going to be as diligent and work as hard as we can to create an environment and even kind of maybe even do what we think the Lord wants. However, at the in the last moment when he calls an audible, will change. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we will drop everything. And like those like we talked about sessions going long. There are many sessions that went long and we rolled with it. Yeah. Right. We didn't say no, we, we need to let people go home and rest. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I was tired by the end of the weekend too. Yeah. But like I think there's such a value and you know, a lot of the guys I listen to, they talk about like when you come and you just say Jesus, you do what you want to do and you are love on him and the way he wants to be loved and all this sort of stuff. He begins to be able to, he's like, I can trust you with my presence Mm -hmm. because you want me and my presence more than anything else. And then he's faithful to come every time. Yeah, I I really feel like that, you know, now I don't know because I don't really travel around in in churches on Sunday and that kind of stuff. And and this isn't, I don't know what other churches are doing, I guess I should say. And, 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 and for me, in that sense, it, it really doesn't matter. But just hearing when I hear guest speakers come here, yeah. have missionaries come here, oh, yeah. people visit from other churches, people move here from out of state and start coming here, those kinds of things, what I'm hearing is what you just described isn't right. real prevalent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right. not prevalent in... in, in, in um, it, in for other me, churches? It's yeah, not prevalent in other yeah, churches? Yeah, it's okay. not prevalent in, in, mm-hmm. in modern church culture. Uh, you know... They're, they're clock conscious that you know we've been to enough of those uh, church growth seminars that says hey if you keep them past uh, 45 minutes you've lost them and all that kind of stuff you know and Tyler you were a part of the conversation we had some conversations a few years back about what happens when our services go past 12 and people start leaving are we going right. to worry about that and 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 we really just kind of lit on you know what we're not going to prolong any service for any, you know, we're not going to purposely prolong it to try to act spiritual, but at the same time, we are not going to, um, we're not going to uh, put it in a box and say, God, you can't move anymore. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think that's so important. Um, yeah. Like just coming in and, and, and this is kind of the journey that Lene and I've been on and I know a couple other people too, of like intentionally thinking that like when I come here, yes, as a pastor, as a worship leader, whatever, I'm here to minister to the people, but the Lord has really called me first and foremost to minister unto him. Mm -hmm. And I answer to what he wants. And I don't get to dictate what that looks like. He decides how he wants to be loved. And I think sometimes like, can he move in in a 15 minute worship set? Of course. Would he rather us like surrender our hearts like and just say lord whatever you you do whatever you want you have as long or as short as you want to take i would submit yes mm-hmm. and you know and and on the flip side of that something that lene and i even just kind of personally are dealing with when you are in the heart in the frame of mind of that we're in it's very easy to judge mm-hmm. other people who don't mm-hmm. who aren't like that 
and and who are just saying like you know whatever and I think that's equally as sinful and as wrong sure because yeah. of like I'm not being moved towards compassion for them right you know and so like understand that everybody's on a journey and, it's and we've okay. got to want it for them too. Yeah, right. you know? yeah, and, exactly. And and to know that that maybe they're not there yet, you know. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, I I, I I definitely see that. And and we have to, we have to just continue to cultivate that culture, cultivate oh, yeah. mm-hmm. that, and 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 say, you know, this is what happens when we come and with expectation and submit our plans to God, submit our will to God, and and let Him. Do what he wants to do, right? And 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 not be not be bound by anything where that's concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, we just completely give it to him and and let him have it. Yeah. So, do you think moving forward, um, since it was such a great success, where do you feel like, and what do you feel like we should do as a congregation to yeah. steward that, yeah. to continue yeah. to burn, continue to let the fire, you know. Because we've all been in moments like that where right. it's fire, we feel great, and two, three weeks later, you just feel the same as you did before. Right. Yeah. Right. Well, one of the one of the things that that um, and I, and I, once again, I think it's one of those things. There's not one simple sure. answer to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent an email to the leaders today, and 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 just pointed out that. Um, that we, you know, we've had several people come here, even this past weekend, people come and, and they say something like, you guys have got something special sure. on there. And mm-hmm. we feel we feel that too, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, so the reality is, is um, um, we, we need to steward that. And, and so yeah. I, we're beginning a conversation with them about how to steward it. And, and I think one of the ways is, you know, the first part of our vision is love God. Mm-hmm. And and so we have to continue to align ourselves with love what God loves, hate what God hates, you know, and, and, and really say, make that a part of our prayer life. Mm-hmm. You know, God, help me to love what you love. Help me to shun what you shun, those kinds of things. And if, obviously one of the things that God loves is people, you right. know, yeah. and that we love people whether they're like us or not. You know, we're going to love them. Yeah. And uh, so I think, I think there's that. I think encouraging people us ourselves but encouraging people around us to come with that expectation mm-hmm. you know and 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 um uh each week have that same heart of, yeah. of saying i believe god's going to move in, right. in this way yeah i think another thing too is obviously we're not in a place that we can have four or five signs and wonders conferences a year but we definitely can have those moments those oasis type moments where yeah. we come and and have something special that re-energizes yeah. people. Yeah. Whether it's we go as a group to a conference yeah. or have a speaker in or or whatever, you know. And then I think just have faith, you know, to to, to ask God to continue mm-hmm. to do it, believe for it, and trust Him mm-hmm. uh, to do it. And and then one final thing is, as I said earlier, God moves on us for purpose that we put practical application yes. to it. Mm. Yeah. So like last night, I met with uh, a group of people that are uh, have a heart for, for our food pantry ministry. Mm-hmm. And so th- we they created a Facebook group, and, and they're already talking about it. And so like one of the things that they're planning to do next week, not only feed uh, some hungry families through some food distribution, but they're going to put together some 
uh, bags of food to send home with at-risk kids That's who are awesome. about to go home wow. for um, um, the, for a week long. Uh, you know, it, it, what we understand or what we've been told is that some kids, the only hot meal a day they get is when they come to school. Mm-hmm. Right. Imagine mm-hmm. that. That's the best meal a day that you get. That's crazy. And, and so on, at the My end of next week. My kids can testify to that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just the hot yeah. meal part. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not because they didn't have the money, but right. because you because just didn't want to cook. Because I just didn't want to cook. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... Elijah will be sort of seeming yes. a basket home. <laughs> yes. So my family will be personalized. <laughs> and also in Syria, they're going to send some of those home. So for me, right. that's an example of practical yeah. ministry. It's, yeah. it's, and one thing that I love what Bill Johnson says is if that's all we do, we're we're just a we're just a social a civic mm-hmm. organization. Mm-hmm. Kiwanis Club. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and thank God for the Kiwanis right. Club. They do great yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? But that's not who we are. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're, Call something more. Yeah. We're we're the body of Christ. Right. The supernaturally resurrected body yeah. of Christ. Yeah. And there should be something supernatural happening around us. So when we feed those kids and feed those people, that we're able to speak prophetic words yeah. in their life right. and to touch them. And that uh, comes them from more. The hunger for Jesus yeah, and the exactly. and yeah. the secret place that for we were sure, talking yeah, yeah. about, like all that flows from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have to have yeah. both. Yeah. 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 I I tell you, like kind of on, dovetailing on that that your last point about the practical stuff. One of the things that in the last you know year or so that I've learned about myself, when I have moments like you know like Signs Wonders conference or Jesus eighteen or just even just a really good weekend like a service or whatever, I um you walk away feeling just like on fire like yeah. you conquer the world and you just feel like you want to listen to podcasts about Jesus <laughs> you want to read your bible and all this sort of stuff you just have and or it's make easy a podcast or about make a Jesus. podcast hi <laughs> like it's just there you go. it's easy right and i've learned like in those areas and how i view it of myself it's almost like god uh, downloads like a season of grace for me mm-hmm. of like of dis for disciplines, mm-hmm. so like disciplines for me, like reading my word, like and actually like chewing on my word, and then prayer, you know, or whatever, even something like you know communion and other things like that, where I come out of a, a conference like that where I'm on fire and I start doing those things and it's so easy, and as we know, like the more you do it, the more it becomes a routine, and like not to say that not speak over anybody that the fire is going to fade, but we all know like you just go through seasons mm-hmm. like you know of zealousness and it's great. And I think in those seasons, it's really important to develop when it, when it's easy. Yeah. Develop disciplines. Oh, that's good. Because what's going to happen is when you come out, maybe the zealous is not there, but the discipline remains. Mm-hmm. And that's actually going to drive you into that's more good. zealousness. Because we've all tried to, like, in seasons, like, maybe you just feel convicted or you feel guilty. Like, oh, I'm just going to try to read my Bible. It ain't going to work. Because, right. like, there's no fire there, you right. know? But you get around the presence enough, and you're just on fire. Reading your Bible is so easy. Mm-hmm. And that's what I try to tell some of our students and young adults is, like, when you, when you are on fire, pour that into discipline. Don't just be on fire and then go home and watch Netflix. Thanks, Lene. It's 2.17. Oh, pour out your spirit, Lord. Pour out your spirit, Lord. <laughs> Amen. Um, you know, mine, mine went off, too, but it was on silence. Mine is on silence. <laughs> My alarm apparently goes off uh, even on silence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but anyways, that's all I was going to say. Like, just, um, you know, use that... that passion to pour in a discipline so it'll keep you there yeah but uh, and i think what happens too if you do what you just described and i think that's a great way to describe it i think what happens a lot of times if you don't have the ground prepared for it 
in, in that respect. So you come into something like this, and let's say you're spiritually at a two, yeah, and and something like this happens, and you shoot up to a six, <laughs> right? And then when it all kind of dies down, you just go right back to a two, right? You know, so. What happens is if, if you've got the ground spiritually prepared, so you shoot up to that six, maybe you only drop back to a four this time. Right. Yeah. And so the next time, instead of going from a two to a six, you never got to go from four to an eight. Right. You know, and, and, and it just continues to grow until you get to that place yeah. that you're really living your life and that yeah. and that next level of connection yeah. to, I to stay, Jesus. I stay out of 10 all wow. the time. Oh, yes. You abide. I, yeah. I'm spiritually mature. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. <laughs> John 15 was written after about it. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So, was that it? I think that's it. I mean, we're at 40 minutes. Wow. Went by pretty fast. Yeah. Pastor. Pastor was great. Pastor was great. I don't think we're gonna ever have him on again, though. <laughs> I mean, just say it. Just say it. No, no, this is awesome. Um, you know, uh, Heidi Baker, Bill Johnson. We know you guys are listening. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget um, John Christ. John Christ is uh, tuning in. Mm-hmm. TD Jakes. You know, buddy. I know you're subscribed. You're awesome. And uh, anyways, yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like we had too much serious conversation. We didn't I have know, enough we jokes. Didn't. Say a joke. Pastor comes. Pastor comes in. And, gets and we get me, serious. To be serious, me and you, like I don't even know. I didn't do this conversation last time. I don't even think we talked serious last time. I don't know. I think maybe like one time. Episode two was silly. Episode three, serious. Yeah, serious. But um, I, so I think what we're gonna do, Lene and talk, Lene and I talked about it. Um, I think we're gonna try to do like two a week, mm-hmm. and we'll record them at some point in the week, and then we'll kind of stagger them out during the week. But um, people will be waiting with bated breath. Oh, I'm oh, sure. Oh my goodness. I'm sure. People are just I feel like on the edge of their seats. Can podcasts go viral? Can they go viral like videos? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Really? Mm-mm. I'm wow. speaking it into existence. It'll be like the malaria podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to go like no, super viral. No, because it's more like like watching the train wreck. Like I think that's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah, because yeah. it's great content. I can't look away. I can't look away. <laughs> exactly. We want to cringe. So yeah. that's why we're going to listen. <laughs> Anyways. All right. We're going to cut it off here because this is getting ridiculous. It but, is. Um, Love y'all. Bye. Bye.